Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from Hellworld. We've been doing this for over a year, and I just now realized I could say that. <laughs> and the mysterious hell. Goodbye from Hell World. Uh, support our Patreon, etc. My beautiful babies, that'd be great. World's shortest episode. Boom, we nailed it. Nothing to cover this week. We got nothing. We have no news, no information. <laughs> no, yeah, just sorry, folks. You you want our your Hell World fix? You got to wait till next week because uh, maybe something will happen between now and then. No way. We're week- our, we're our th- our third week of needing an additional content warning because we're going to be talking about extra fucked up shit, even more than normal. Because we still have to talk about the how how is that place pronounced? Uvald Uvalde Uvalde is what I've heard when I've listened to the news. I've seen it in print like a gajillion times recently, of course. But we'll we'll, we'll, yeah. just, we'll just we'll just say the the horrible child massacre. We're gonna have to yeah. talk about that some more. Yeah, um, that that that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah keep keeping it light and breezy up top. Yes, that, that the hell world way. That's how we operate. Yeah, that well, that, that's, we that's why. That's why we tried to hack the. We tried to hack the coding of the matrix and add in our own, uh, our own little release valve at the top of the show called the amuse bouche. It's time, for us, <laughs> yes. it's time to uh, amuse some bouches out there. Uh, yes, the, the first thing we're going to talk about because Lord knows Mike wants to talk about it is 
Mike is still deep down the mule's rabbit hole. He's still out there <laughs> scrapping over mules. He can't yeah. get enough of it. No, I can't help myself. Uh, but more importantly, I actually got Dinesh D'Souza to engage with me on Twitter, which was goddamn hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh, acknowledgement from Daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, my, my Notice me, grifter. senpai. <laughs> my beautiful grifter daddy said hello to me. Uh, I was so honored. He, he he tussled my hair. He pinched my cheeks. Uh, it was it was the sweetest moment uh, to have his. What, uh, what did you say to him and what did he say to you? Uh, well, the thing that was really funny was I actually was, I, I've been trolling him on Twitter by like following his uh, post and like like giving him the razzle dazzle, and he replied to a couple of the things that I had replied to him about, and then he actually went into one of my threads and yelled at me, and that was that was wild um, because uh, I was I was just talking about like what is one of the the major plot hole of the movie, which is like, it's really hilarious in a movie with no plot as a plot hole, but Dinesh has this whole conspiracy theory about like the mules were taking photographs of the ballots so they could get paid because that's yeah. how the operation worked. And it's, it's ridiculous. And uh, for those of you who really want to get into it, you have to go to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash poker politics to listen to mules errand, our bonus content, uh, shameless plug there. But, um, this the thing about the photos was I was I made a comment about how um, like Dinesh is saying that like Zuckerberg and Soros um, demanded that these photos be taken in order to get payment. And Dinesh was like, I never said that. No one ever said that. That's a ridiculous claim. And it's like, yeah, you never said that uh, Zuckerberg and Soros were demanding photos for payment, but you did make it really clear that they were. There were the two people that you named that were the the money men behind the election theft. So, like, maybe they weren't working on the day-to-day minutia of how the mules were operating, but they were the one cutting the checks, and you said that. So um, I think it's, 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 it's a very fair point that, like, these are the people who you painted as the bad guys of the story. And you and you did that in like the eighty fifth minute of this movie. Like literally, the movie has no villain other than the mules until the bitter end. And then at the last second, Dinesh just like, "Holy shit! I haven't blamed any bad guys yet that people can name and be mad at. Who do right wingers hate? Oh, they hate Zuckerberg and Soros for mysterious reasons. Let me interview this guy and have him name drop them. Oh, so it's and- a studio trigger show. I get it." <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that, 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 that was out there for my weeb friends, but you'll understand what you'll understand what that means. Deep cut nerd reference from L. We got one just <laughs> at five minutes in. I mean, hey. So, a- a- apropos of nothing involving mules, uh, something Mike said did remind me of a thing that that does that does tickle me pink. It will help uh, amuse abuses, I'm sure. But uh, Mike led part of that story with the funny thing is, which we is all guilty of. Don't get me wrong. We is all guilty of that. We've all done that before. But I just love the compulsion to do it because it's just like, no, no ignoramus. If any part of this anecdote up till now has abused you, you have been wrong. The funny part of the anecdote is arriving. And when it arrives, you should be you should be prepared. It's gonna knock your fucking socks off. No, the funny thing is how Dinesh creeped into my thread or whatever. That's the funny part. Anyway, uh, that, that 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 tickled me about as much as my uh, darling in the Franks dunk. 
or you could you know insert any studio trigger property there uh so let's yeah. move on to our, our second official abuse boosh topic and that is uh true the vote a thing that i believe you had to explain to both of us last episode yep. uh i'm still just sort of vaguely aware of it as people who think the vote was stolen shocker uh and this this week i guess they're doing even more dumb stuff but not dumb or important enough to make actual headlines which is not surprising what, what's no. up with true the vote this week uh so true the vote just held a um they held a meet and greet with the esteemed legislature of Arizona, which, as uh, we all know, is a cesspool of uh, just brainwormed-filled lunatics. And uh, what's really funny about this is you've got True the Vote coming into Arizona to talk about ballot harvesting and all this corruption, when literally we had like a three month long audit in Arizona with cyber ninjas trying to get to the bottom of who stole the election. So suddenly having uh, true, the vote coming in and being, Oh, by the way, it wasn't dominion or Smartmatic or uh, the Italian satellite or the golden server from Germany. It wasn't any of that. It was just a bunch of guys trafficking ballots, like illicitly, like just dumping them in drop boxes overnight. Really, the, the Arizona <laughs> conservative wasn't satiated with their tax dollars went to proving that there was fraud, and then the people that they appointed came back to say that there was in fact no fraud. That wasn't enough to sway them off of their opinion. Facts. <laughs> what? That's preposterous. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's so bizarre that they weren't able to. They weren't able to accept reality literally ever which is kind no. of where they're at this is so why i'm done pretending like i know that it will get my wokeness card revoked at some point but i'm done pretending to try to want to operate across the aisle with these people they cannot be told they are somehow immune to facts and reason so any any efforts to try to impress it upon them are is wasted effort they've demonstrated this time and time again they just do not care so we just need to shun and ignore them and try to like just do it, just allow time to so- slowly erode them to the point where we become the crack that sinks them into the ocean and causes a big tsunami of people with guns acting a fool. <laughs> that metaphor kind of got away from you there, huh? Uh, I got it back to a second Civil War, though. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> That's where uh, I, I want I, all I'm my like, metaphors uh, like, to end. Yeah, I'm like the guys who uh, I'm like the guys who did Game of Thrones. I like you know it started strong and then eventually I got to a part where she's yeah. like, "What if the Civil War never ended, man? And, like slavery was still around." That's a thing that two white guys should be exploring, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just like, uh... I just remember. I just remember hearing like that 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 was a thing those guys were like pitching, and I was like, ooh wow really like there is so much like dicey about being like (laughs) wait what if we decided to do a story of an alternate history where the south won the civil war and it's like that i mean it's like i know man in the high tower exists but still like that's like it's a real it's a real ugly thing because like the confederacy is basically like the (laughs) worst thing with one voice said hey man don't do that No. Yeah, it, it has like a palpably just the idea of it has like a palpably uncomfortable energy. Uh 
which I got to experience in like a much more refined beam recently. I'm not going to spoil any, it, like I can't say the name of the movie because I don't want to spoil anything, but I went to go see a, a movie semi recently in cinema in which, in which there was an incest scene that popped up and once it became like everyone, everyone in the audience went on this like emotional journey together that you could feel in the air where it was just like, no, surely they're not gonna, oh no, it really looks like the, uh, and then we're all just sitting there just being grossed out together. It was very nice. Uh, something that you, you definitely can't get watching something at home. It's just like, oh God, we're all in this uncomfortable situation together. You, you can just feel it. We, we all hate it. It was really great. <laughs> Uh, it was like one of the highlights of the actual movie going experience for that evening. We were talking about it in the vehicle on the way home. It was just like how how icky and gross did it feel immediately? <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. So uh, our bo- so true. The vote uh, decided to let us know that uh, a they have no video in Arizona, which is great because that's really going to help us uh, crack the case. And they even went so far at one point in this eight, this was like an eight hour long, like meeting with the Arizona legislature. And I've like, I've seen uh, clips of the more juicy segments because eight, nobody got time for eight hours of these idiots. And at one point they actually stated that uh, of the people that were stuffing all the ballots into the ballot boxes in the movie that like, quote unquote, only one of them was a mule that like that fit their criteria and it's like what were the other people then visual representations of mules like what are you talking about like it was supposed is... to be a visual representation of an american but uh stock footage search reveals that it is actually a footage of a a russian in moscow or whatever <laughs> that, that was the thing that happened in that movie right they, they were yeah. putting up pictures of moscow as like atlanta or something <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a super funny thing that will ha- that we will be getting into in depth when we get to that part of the movie. It is the the absolute ridiculousness that they go through with this shit is uh, it's it's really hilarious. It's just what's uh, it, something I would call boomer porn. It's because like they were like, we need to make this look like CSI and and NCIS. We need to have like lots of monitors and screens, and we need to have a. Um, diverse ethnic group of people typing on keyboards as they gaze seriously at the screens as they're downloading all this important data because that's what people in their 50s and older think Half is like the actual. planet oh See, it's one oh here's my here's my thoughts on it which is funny like why is there a need for boomer porn when Russia is in a war as we speak, like you can simply yeah. look and just be like, Hey, remember the old bad guy from your glory days? Well, they're back. Yeah. Like they, they have returned. It is, it is the legacy sequel you have been waiting for. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, th- th- that reminds me. Uh, Get Mr. T and Chuck Norris out of retirement. Let's go. Oh god, dude! Yes. They literally put Tom Cruise in a jet plane again, my dude. Like they, <laughs> the, the, the man is in the plane again, and it made the most money. So, like, clearly the appetite is most of the way there. So it's like, why can't we just get? the American conservative back on the, like, hey, how about we just disagree with Russia real bad? You, you know what I mean? Let's, let's channel our energy to just be like, <laughs> yeah, Ukraine, fuck up Russia. They suck. Because it's, most, yeah. of, most of these people are pro-Putin and pro-Russia. I mean, like, it's it, it's amazing how diseased, like, their brains are at this point. Oh, but uh, th- what, what you just said reminded me, 
there is so I saw this in some QAnon sections of the internet and also like some of right wing media. The right wing media has decided that Top Gun Maverick is like part of their culture. And this is real America. They won because Top Gun is like a blockbuster hit. They're what? just like no. so, it's just boomers went back to the theater. Like Oh, they're talking about Top Gun is a celebration of America and the military and it's USA and rah, 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 and it's not this woke bullshit and it got a trillion billion dollars and that just proves where Freedom MAGA is at and how you like that libs cry more. Boom. And it's like, uh, uh yeah, Top Gun ask is them a about how the Taiwanese flag was taken off of, uh, Maverick's jacket to kowtow to the, uh, Chinese market. So, like, <laughs> And and the fact that it's a Hollywood blockbuster involving Hollywood stars, uh, evil baby eating monster Lady Gaga cut a track for it. I mean, like, there's no yeah, way. Tom you... Cruise is a literal Scientologist. Yeah, you have to feel him. a way about him, right? It was there was this really funny thing that happened in QAnon where for like a month they went at Scientology. And then, like, after that month, they stopped going at Scientology. And it was really uh, weird. Scientologists probably somehow dug up the true identity of Q with receipts immediately. And we're just like, hey, guess what? We know who you are, so shut up. And he was like, okay, yes, sirs. This <laughs> is the one thing that, like, Scientology, like, can, like, they could just legally do that sort of stuff and just sort of, like, get publicly available information about you and do digging on you and stuff. And, so I would not be surprised if if the Q people were just like either either it happened to them or they were just like yeah we don't need this kind of heat. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny because uh, uh, Joe M, one of my favorite QAnon promoters, the guy that did Q the Plan to Save the World that we uh, we reviewed, uh, he actually had a bunch of tweets about like Scientology is bad and they're probably pedophiles and they're I hate them. And then like a while later, I did a this was back when those people were still on Twitter and shit. And then, like, a while later, I did a search of his timeline for the word Scientology, and they were all gone. They were all deleted. It was so weird. Like, I don't know what happened. That guy never deletes anything. And then suddenly all of his shit against Scientology was just was just memory hold. It was just gone. And I was like, wow. Like, did this guy actually, did, someone, did like, Scientology, like, like, go up to this guy and be like, hey, you want a GoPro? And he was like, oh, no, 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 Scientology. I ain't going with you. <laughs> I mean, it was like. <laughs> please don't hurt me. Please, yeah, please don't hurt me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to leave they, up they, all they my They don't really send are... goons so much as they do. They just send people in, like, khakis to stand on corners near where you frequent. So you just see that they know that where you, where you are all the time. The fact that QAnon hates Tom Hanks so much but apparently has no beef with Tom Cruise is like, I'm calling shenanigans that that shit is what? Like that's baffling. Well, the thing with Tom Hanks is there was a QAnon promoter who claimed that her dad sold her to Tom Hanks to be sexually abused by him. And that led them down that rabbit hole. Like basically that was just like one woman's like, just evidence-free claim against Tom Hanks. And then that just turned them all into these raving lunatics who hated him and did everything in their power to try to prove that uh, he's a pederast and a murderer and a lunatic. And it's, um, it's super bizarre. It's a very, it's a very weird world to go, very weird world to live in. And that's where I am. So huzzah me. Yeah. I mean, we're here with you, but like, yeah, that, that shit's, 
When the truth right, comes out about good. Hanks, we're all going to have Edgar in our face. Boy, oh, howdy. God. The, 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 <laughs> eggs. the most powerful eggs. Uh, a huge yeah. egg. Uh, okay, speaking of egg, let's go into our headline news segment and talk about some goose eggs. Am I right? Get it? From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Does the ghost of Goose come back in the new Top Gun and, like, talk to Tom? I have no idea. I I don't think I've ever seen the first Top Gun, and I definitely have not seen the new one. So as far as I know, yes, the ghost does appear. uh, And he's covered in cool chains, like, like, what's his name? Like, Marley from the... the How is that possible? (laughs) You grew up in the same time period I did, and you never saw Top Gun? Dude, I I was just, like, pretty sure that I was mostly heterosexual from an early age, so... No, I just missed it because I, I didn't really care about jets. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I like mm. I, I really, really cared about the one jet, and it was because the X Men owned it. That was, <laughs> that, was sort of, that was sort of where I was as a kid. Fair enough, I guess. I, I like I liked like low to the ground super heroics. Like, I enjoyed. Uh, I really liked the movie Predator because Arnold Schwarzenegger was badass in it. I really liked the movie Cobra. It's got Sly Stallone in it. Um, my father and I watched a bunch of rated R like action movies where it was just like a single white male going up against an army <laughs> and winning. <laughs> it was great. So that was sort of how I grew up. Nice. J- J- Jets just never really factored into it. Also, I don't remember being like into trains or even cars really that much as a kid. I only liked cars that had like features. Like I liked the Mach 5 and the Batmobile. Right on. And if I had known about oh. it when I was an actual child, I probably would have loved Turbo Teen because he was a kid and his feature <laughs> was turned into a car. I, I just feel like it was on TV a lot or my dad. No, my dad owned the VHS and uh, I was raised by television. So I feel like in an early age, I was just given free run of like my father's VHS collection. And it was like Star Wars and Top Gun and I'm sure like assorted other nonsense. Uh, well, this is the opposite of news, unless we call it audible and start talking about it. So I, I guess, so d- b- b- like Q has an opinion about Top Gun being top of the pops just because it is ura American nonsense. Uh, do we think that it's actually going to do the old Top Gun trick of, of driving recruitment? Are we going to get a bunch of like red-blooded Americans signing up for the Navy? Are, are, are we going to get a bunch of Navy boys? I mean, it did, like, back in the day, it did that in ways that no other movie or anything had. So it wouldn't be outrageous to see that. Just And the, the, it's so baffling that, like, I understand why conservatives are just like, ah, Top Gun did it. We're, we're awesome. We're on the top again. But, like, QAnon not having any uh, thoughts or feelings on it is... Um, baffling. Oh, they're um, just they're just jumping on board so they can be part of a winning program. Unlike their boy Durham, who is a loser in a losing program. Boom, pulling the show back onto the yeah. Rails. Michael's tolerate our dithering no longer. Sorry, sorry, we weren't talking about two thousand mules, Mike. We'll try to get back to it as soon as we can. Uh, please, please do. It's my own. It's the only thing I have it's in my life. <laughs> it really is. It's so sad. Yeah, and at some point, I was even going to circle back around to the segue that we had before involving goose eggs that splintered. Like, <laughs> I was talking about zero. Sarge wanted to talk about Top Gun support. I indulged him. 
Yeah, yes. I, I'm just still confused that Q, I mean, QAnon loves pop culture, and them not having any feelings about this movie is very weird. And Tom Cruise is very weird to me. But and uh, also, we're 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 obligated by blood to talk about Durham, but he is and always has been a nothing. And the, the headline that we're leading with this week—that's a real headline, not it's just dithering—is him losing his first case. So our our headline is really nothing confirms nothingness. Colon. Yeah, it was nothing. <laughs> In nothing marks. happened <laughs> like nothing happened like we knew nothing was gonna happen and yeah here we but, are but because of the show we run we're gonna let mr mike raids color inside of those lines so mike t- take nothing try to make something from nothing <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do my level best to do so so uh, Michael Sussman, the man accused of one count of lying to the FBI, which QAnon told us was the most important trial in the history of the world. Um, he was acquitted of that one charge, and he's now a free man in the eyes of our legal system. QAnon had literally spent like basically the past three months just freaking out about this indictment because they never get indictments. They never get anyone actually arrested, and that's the been the whole story of QAnon is 200,000 sealed indictments. Everyone's getting shipped <laughs> yeah. to Guantanamo. Like all this stuff is going to happen. I mean, there's, there's one Q drop where Q is like, are you ready to see arrests? And, it, and it's like, are you ready to see pain? And it's like, yeah, well, we are. So like, get on with it. So the fact that Durham, the fact that Durham finally arrested somebody was so exciting to them. And uh, the right wing griftosphere had spent so much time talking about how Durham had this open and shut case, how they they nailed this guy. There's no way he was going to get away with it. He was going down. And then like in their world, like once he gets convicted, either he spills his he spills his guts out for a lesser sentence or Durham uses that conviction to build the momentum towards start going up the food chain, eventually indicting Hillary. But uh, in reality world, um, the people that were looking at this case were just sort of like, this case is incredibly fucking flimsy. There's really nothing to it. <laughs> the, it is so th- a nothing burger. It is. Oh, God. Uh, it, when, when Flynn got indicted for this shit, the right wing called it a process crime and said it was bullshit that Mueller was doing this to him and that he was being railroaded. But uh, the two, but the problem was Flynn actually did it and pled guilty for the crime in question, and then got pardoned by the president. Which again, uh, it's part of the Supreme Court that when you accept a pardon, you're admitting guilt. So uh, it actually happened. Whereas Sussman said he was not guilty and then was acquitted. So even that is apples to oranges. But the two main problems with this case was one. The FBI, the FBI knew Sussman was a lawyer for the DNC. They knew that he worked uh, with those people. So the whole idea that like Sussman like went up to them and said, hey, guys, I am not working for the Democrats or Hillary, and I would like to talk to you about a thing. Winky, winky. Like the FBI be like, no, dude, we we know you're working for them. And that this goes to a legal concept called like materiality. I believe I got that word horribly wrong, but I apologize. But the, the whole point is, is like, did the lie actually impact the FBI's investigation? Did the FBI be like, oh, shit, that guy totally hoodwinked us by what, what he said. So we, we went off on a wild goose chase for a couple months before we finally figured out he had bullshitted us. And holy shit, that what he did totally uh, flim flammed us. 
But the other uh, side of this is uh, the fact that when it went to the jury, the judge was like, okay, so this is, this is the entire case. You have to believe this guy said this lie in this one meeting he had with one FBI agent uh, in this one situation where neither man took, com- uh, took notes during that meeting. And the FBI agent has given three different versions of the story between uh, when he testified here, when he when he was interviewed in other situations. So basically, the FBI agent has had it every which fucking way when it's come to what his recollections of this story was. And also, we have no notes. So there's no actual definitive proof he said those words in that meeting. And um, again, I'm not a lawyer, but that sounds like reasonable doubt to me. I mean, that sounds like a thing that would be really obvious. And uh, the jury agreed because uh, the case went to the jury early on Friday, and then they uh, left uh, at five o'clock on Friday. They came back Monday morning. They asked for a couple exhibits from the from the judge. They were presented those exhibits, and then like a couple hours later, they're like, "Yeah, we got our verdict. We're good here." It took them like five hours to be like, "Nope, this is bullshit. We're out. We're done. Fuck this." So I mean, to get twelve people to agree to ev- anything within a less than an eight hour window is pretty ridiculous. And they're like, "Yeah, the, the government has no case. Fuck this guy." I can't so. believe this thing was still going on. I know, like, justice doesn't move terribly fast, but holy shit! Well, like, you know, D- Durham's Durham's justice is a is a long delta ty- like type of justice. We've always done. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so I'm assuming after such uh, after taking such a monumental L, his his red power eyes have powered down. Everyone is out there erasing those from their like profile pictures, and so you can you can hear a collective throughout the Twitter sphere. <laughs> oh, oh! If only, if only. Um, there is nothing that QAnon enjoys more than snatching uh, the 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 perception of victory from the jaws of actual defeat. And they have come up with all sorts of cockamamie ways to explain how this crushing loss wasn't actually a loss and everything's going great. And Durham's still going to get the bad guys and Hillary and Obama are going down for sure. Sometime in the near future. How many dimensions of chess are we up to now? (laughs) Uh, So many. What 23 dimensional chess. Um, the main thing that they're hanging their hats on is that uh, Robbie Mook, the uh, guy that was Hillary's campaign manager in 2016. A uh, guy whose test- name, and I, I have to stress, is literally Mook. So yeah. I Yes, mean, exactly. The, the moment I heard that, I was just like, oh, no, Trump has a shot here. This guy's name is fucking Mook. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Dude, uh, get a professional name or something. Robbie Smart, Robbie's good at campaigns, not Robbie. My last name is literally slang for dumb dumb. I mean, it's just like, oh my, it's just, oh my lord. Or at the very least, yeah. background character. You'd be like, hi, my, my, my name is Reginald NPC. It's nice to meet you. Yes, it's a, it's a foreign name. It's French. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's, it's a misspelling of monk. He's actually the defective detective. Um, it's, it's a misspelling strange. of Musk. He's actually Elon Musk in a costume. <laughs> he sabotaged the campaign. It was him all along, that rascally Elon. 
So uh, the big thing with Robbie was he testified that um, Hillary had authorized the campaign to go to the New York Times and the media to uh, peddle the Trump-Russia connection because that was a thing you want to do in a campaign because you want to, you know, win a fucking election and become president. Right, right. And what was really interesting about this was uh, Durham's uh, legal team were literally uh, heels in a wrestling match where the judge at the, at the judge at uh, one point was like, okay, now you're going to read this document and you're not going to read the part that it, that involves the campaign and because that, that is not uh, material to the trial here. And the Durham lawyer was like, yeah, you got it, boss. Now, uh, Mr. Mook, uh, Mr. Dum Dum, uh, please read this tweet here and just read all of it. Like, literally, the guy just went against the judge's wishes and had Robbie Mook read the full thing when the judge told him, don't read the second paragraph. <laughs> and, then the, and then Robbie Mook, following the lawyer's instructions, read everything. And suddenly you just had Fox News and QAnon going, oh, like Clinton campaign uh, manager admits Hillary's hideous evil, like that she pushed the phony Russia narrative when she knew it was all a lie. And again, it's not a crime because it's this is, this is just partisan politics. You, this is uh, back in the good old days when LBJ told his staff he wanted to start a whisper campaign that his opponent, who was a farmer, fucked uh, cows or whatever animal it was, and someone said, "Lyndon, we can't like do that." And, and he, he doesn't fuck cows. And Lyndon was like, "I know he doesn't fuck cows. I want him to just deny it. I want him to have to go in front of the crowd, and be like, hey, I'm not an animal fucker,' because that just looks bad." And it's like. This is this is how you throw elbows when you're running for office. It's not illegal. And the funny thing was, is like after the lawyer did that, the judge literally was like, okay, now that you've broken the rules for the 50th time, because again, this is a sideshow trial. It's not actually a real thing. Because again, the jury took no time at all to acquit this guy. Yeah. When this, when the, when the, tweet or the piece of information got sent into like the jury room, they literally blacked out the section that Mook had been told to read out to the, to, to the audience. They were like, no, no, that's that you, you should not have done that. So every, but I, I, like they were like, Oh, Robbie Mook said this and germ got all of this information out. That's going to be great for further prosecutions. And it's like, that's not how our legal system works. You don't try a case where you know you're going to lose to literally torture somebody of the legal system just to quote unquote, get evidence on the record. So then your real trial can begin after that. It's like, no, that's not reality. No, that, I, that would be, I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah. That, yeah. Mike, you're not a fucking lawyer. You don't <laughs> <understand>. <laughs> No, I mean, you, can't, you can't say definitively. That's not how it works. Maybe that's absolutely how it works. Uh, it could be. It could be. What I think of as prosecutional misconduct is actually just like sound political strategy. Just sound. Yeah, I mean, sound sound legal tactics. Got yeah, so it. You caught yourself, fucking... but I'm still living in a magical world where you said prostitutional misconduct. <laughs> <laughs> I that wasn't the word I was getting wrong. It was like uh, prosecutional. It was, it was I, yeah, I, you almost I, said, I you, that, you, you yeah. said prostitutional. Yeah. No, it was. I was looking for a different word involving prosecution, and I knew I had it wrong. And I know the word I used was wrong, but God, I, w I wish I had butchered it because uh, 
I think Biden said prostitution instead of prosecution recently, and that was a huge razzle dazzle. So, uh, yeah, nice. that's that's the I, sort of thing I, that Dan Fielding from Night Court would be trying. See, I'm I've still yes. got it. I've still got it, listeners. I've still got pop culture references. You better believe yeah. it. Oh yeah, uh, so, yeah. So like, basically, even though this was a huge loss that QAnon had invested months and months into, literally every QAnon promoter I've seen has been like, "Hey, bros." Just rub some dirt on it. No big deal. Durham's still got bigger fish to fry. This isn't the end of the story. This isn't the end of nothing. We got this. We're good. We're yeah. going to win. Nailed and it. it's, it's am- it, it is amazing. It's like one of, it's one of the things I've uh, talked about um, in like all my posting online is that QAnon always does this thing where the next big thing is the payoff. And then the moment it's not the payoff. It was never the payoff. It, we oh, I yeah. You you put all your eggs in the Durham basket that he was going to convict Sussman, idiot. We never said that. And if you check everyone's timelines, it's just like after Sussman gets convicted, the first domino falls. The deep state crumbles when Sussman goes down. Yeah, Mike. The and bottom of the basket has a trap door <laughs> that, when <laughs> the time is right, opens, releasing the eggs into a larger basket with its own door. <laughs> yeah. And in that way, the basket is ever growing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's the ever basket. Yeah, the forever um, basket. It's it's all of these things. Honestly, we, so we could we could get that meme to trend on Q Twitter immediately if we just had somebody Photoshop like eggs and baskets falling into larger baskets. Yeah. Just and, and like, all the Durham's face on them, it'd be perfect. Just yeah, this dumb with, with the with the activated eyes, and maybe like also a chicken with activated eyes because of the eggs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We'll workshop the rest of it off, Mike. Luckily, luckily for us, the Durham, the Durham News came along to take some of the the hot, hot heat off of our next awful headline. But uh, again, we are we are bound by by the code to talk about it, and that is to say, uh, QAnon's continued twisting of the uh, Uvalde. Oh, God, that still doesn't sound right. I I should have looked at some coverage, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I've only been reading coverage. Uh, anyway, that that horrible mass shooting. And uh, twisting it up to, to to squeeze some even juicier conspiracy theories out of it than previously. Uh, so, Mike Raines, how, how's Q got it twisted up? Let, let's rip this bandaid off. Okay. So, so basically, so basically, QAnon had decided that. Uh, I mean, they originally were like, "Hey, these cops are bad," just like everybody else says they are. Like, how could they possibly have been waiting around while these kids were being attacked? And then their inner authoritarian took over because they have to love the cops. And then they started coming up with this, like they had them. This was the greatest thing I've seen from them was everyone pointed out that Uvalde had this ridiculous thing where like, like, like over a quarter to like half the city's budget went to the cops. They had like their own SWAT team for this town of like 10,000 people. And it was like this ridiculous thing. They somehow managed to conflate the militarization of our police uh, force into being the deep state paid the Evaldi cops this giant sum of money to let them conduct this false flag in this school. And the Evaldi cops, because they had been given money hand over fist, were willing to accept the stand down order to not uh, go into the school to stop the shooting. And uh, that was really surprising to me because I thought QAnon really hated the slogan, defund the police. I thought QAnon was all about giving the police piles of money. But when you need a conspiracy theory and all you've got is these cops were getting tons of money, you come up with whatever you can in order to try to justify that. So 
that was a very hilarious, weird twist of like, America spends too much money on cops, and now the deep state's the one that's paying them off for it. And it's like, okay, that's uh, wonderful. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll throw in here. Uh, it's still early days on all this, and there's a lot of investigation going on. So here at Hell World, our uh, editorial response is: uh, we're waiting to see from like further investigations, but it, it does appear that maybe there's some malfeasance on the uh, part of the officers because of the statement in which they released and said uh, all of the people who died that day died from the the gunmen. And uh, it's like, well, that's a, that's a weird thing to say. Like that's a, that's an odd, odd thing to feel like you need to clarify. Yeah, uh, we just want to put it out. Also, yeah, yeah. it's it's weird to be in a position where we have to clarify, uh, you know, that we're a comedy show and not a news show. But and yet here we are because that's definitely the, the case. We are a comedy show and not a news show. Uh, we we, <laughs> yeah. we try to be cool and get the stuff right, but uh, sometimes we yeah. get it wrong because we're not. We have we have no moral or legal obligation to get it right. Comedy <laughs> show. <laughs> we commentate on the news. We actually do that, unlike other shows. Yeah, uh, other shows who try to use that legal term to get out of their lawsuits. Uh, the other yeah. thing was, um, so the Evaldi Police Department, which has just been covering themselves in glory this whole time, um, they've recently tried to blame a teacher for propping a door open to allow the shooter to get into the building. Yeah, they sure did. And that uh, was, a, again, that was seized upon by QAnon that, like, this was, again, an inside job, that the shooter had help, that this other person was part of the deep state that was helping, was working as a, a collaborator. In Those people plot. have clearly never smoked cigarettes in their lives. <laughs> as somebody who has smoked <laughs> cigarettes, you go to a place where there's, like, a security door and you, like, prop it open all of the time. That's just the thing that you do. And I have to imagine, like, even if that's not what the teacher was doing, at the very least, that is one certainly reasonable, like, it's just like, yes, is that a thing that is not, like, that is that against the rules? Yes, the security door is supposed to be shut and locked at all times. But practically, people are doing that all the time everywhere. Have you ever been to yeah. a kitchen? They've probably got a door like that, and that door is almost always propped open because people are smoking butts in the alleyway or whatever. That's just the way it is. Yeah. But the thing was, is after they did this, um, a little while later, the uh, police department came out and said, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, when we claimed that that teacher did that, they actually didn't. We, we, we were wrong about that. We fucked up. That, that civilian that we tried to throw under the bus and blame for this mass shooting, uh, they actually didn't do what we said they did. And uh, now we look double plus even more bad than we already do. They should have doubled down. And they're just like, no, we're pretty sure the fire department is wrong. And on top of that, we have eyewitness evidence that that person was, was wearing a cartoon style black ski mask for crime. <laughs> they, looked, <laughs> they looked mad as the kids say, sus. That's a modern reference. We don't do those normally. They had a crowbar despite not needing one because they were clearly inside the building and propped open the door from the inside. But they had a crowbar just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after after this all came out, um, eventually, I've heard I've heard that probably the Department of Justice is going to get involved in this shit. But I do know for a fact that the Texas State Police are looking into the situation. 
And recently, uh, the Evaldi Police Department has released a statement saying they are not going to cooperate with the Texas State Police about this. And, uh, oh, man, uh, talk about, again, as Sarge just said, looking mad sus. I mean, that is that is wild that like the investigation into us. We don't want to be transparent and straightforward with it. We want to now obfuscate the investigation into our response into this shooting. Right. Guys, I hate to break it to you. Previously, the whole police force used to vote Democrat. But now after seeing <laughs> that, the, that the Democrats are the party of hate, they are now switching over to voting Republican. Exactly. And, and now I guess the attacks are going to come out against him. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Give me one million United States dollars and I'll stop telling people about your fandom of the opera horrible penis. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. This, so yeah, this thing is a nightmare. And it, yeah, and um, the the fact that uh, and now we have um the nine one one call from a kid where the kid said I've been shot and um someone in the crosstalk of the conversation says they shot a kid like that sounds really weird and bad like i don't know why they use the phrase they in that situation because the shooter is a singular person and um as people have brought out that if you were a small child and you got hit with an ar-15 round you probably aren't in a position to talk so like it's again this is totally speculation and we here at hell world have no idea what we're talking about in any way shape or form you can't sue us if all these police department go to hell first amendment but uh it's looking bad it's basically yeah. like this is all of this is looking so bad and the fact that this and everything they try to do makes it look worse like they have not yeah. made a single good pr move the whole time they've been like trying to bend the like blame like parents and teachers and then like not cooperating with the investigation and stuff like like every move has just been worse than the last they can't stop fucking themselves it's actually kind of impressive yeah, it's it, a lot of it's just like uh, if you have nothing to hide, what's going on? And yep, Patriot Act. Yeah, it's <laughs> like fucking baffling. And like in, in hindsight, what they should have just done is just immediately been like, "Yo, a situation like that is scary as fuck. We were cowards. It's our bad. Please give us our love." <laughs> 
Yeah, the, the kid ran into the school and started shooting, and we ran away. And then after a little while, we realized that looked really bad. So we, we just started indiscriminately spraying into the building to kill him, and we probably hit some kids in the process. Our bad. I mean, it's like like this is like this is like one of those like quote unquote comedy cop shows, but in real life, where the super incompetent cops just absolutely make a total like shit show out of a situation just yeah, an absolute I'm, disaster I'm making a real only here breakfast of it like right only here it's no laugh tracks and no uh, comedy it's just wow you guys probably shouldn't fucking be cops if you can't handle this situation when you literally have like about half of your fucking town's budget so you guys can have all your cool guns and all your cool shit and yet like one dum dum runs into a school and you lose your minds and have no idea how to handle it it's like oh my god yeah and if any of them somehow did manage to hit a kid with some rounds like they should probably see fucking jail time or whatever like fuck you yes like like a single door prevented you from getting into there and doing your job so you just decided i don't know like just like spray through the wall or whatever this isn't call of duty man (laughs) yeah this is it's it's more like captain america the first avenger you have to be the heroic guy who like kicks open the door it just like gets in there (laughs) that's that's sort of what you're being paid to do not to sit around and listen to them murder kids i I, that's just one man's opinion though i'm just i'm just (laughs) anti-child endangerment uh up to and including murder i feel like children should be safe and not murdered (laughs) bold i know wow going out you're so brave yeah where's my where's my battle you're so brave (laughs) L stepping out on the thinnest branch with the most bold commentary. Oh man, just I'm, I'm willing to I'm willing to I'm willing to go out there and admit on on our podcast to to some amount of listenership that yes, I am in fact anti endangering children. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, boy, wow. I mean, Which is I, funny I, I, I don't especially like children. I'm just a reasonable guy. I'm sort of I'm sort of anti endangering anyone. I feel like we should all be pretty. I know. Yeah. I get. I keep getting more heroic by the the moment. By the second. What, yeah. What's oh, the next okay. virtue that I should signal, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Who can say? Oh man! Uh, like we should. Okay. We, we well, should, uh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm done talking about uh, this horrible tragedy. Uh, at least until <laughs> next week, when I God, I hope we don't have to talk about it anymore. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the the people will have gotten to the bottom of this shit, or the Evaldi Police Department will have found a way to somehow unfuck themselves. Any of these things, please. Any of them happen. I'd be such a fan of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while we're uh, rounding up stuff, let's go ahead and jump the gun a little bit, and uh, let, let's just do our roundups back to back. Let's talk about the ongoing war of Russian aggression in Ukraine, uh, and more specifically, once again, we're going to be talking about their fearless leader, Mister Vladdy Daddy Putin himself, uh, who is apparently like apparently the 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 bubble around him is beginning to leak like some sort of sieve regarding his failing health. W- what new information do we have on Putin this week? Uh, so we have reports from spies that he definitely has cancer and is losing his eyesight and will most likely be dead within the next uh, three years. And that's scary for a number of reasons because he's already very desperate. Um, and it just... It puts more and more, it's starting to make 
the uh, war in Ukraine make more and more sense. It's just everything is making more sense by the yeah, second. Yeah, because it's incredibly short-sighted. Am I right? <laughs> you see what I did there? Because yes, his eyesight's failing? Yeah. Mike, you're not yeah. laughing. <laughs> uh, <Black water. laughs> oh, yeah, 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 God. That reminds me of uh, the fucking, uh, like, Stalin giving a speech and everyone, like, clapped for 20 minutes because it was, like, known that, like, you never want to be the first person to stop clapping after Stalin gives a speech because that can get you into a ton of trouble. So, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if you're me. the first guy to back out after, like, minute 15 and at the end of the, 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 the night you get, like, escorted into a room and interrogated by some officers. It's just like, dude, it was 15 minutes it was starting to get really awkward like what i was getting uncomfortable everyone in the audience is getting uncomfortable at some point that's going to make our glorious leader start to feel uncomfortable I, I was just i was just trying to dial it down i was trying to i was trying to diffuse the situation i thought if i stopped everyone else would kind of get the message and be like 15 minutes is enough it's like no sir you just you just keep clapping till your little arms fall off that's that's that, that, that's how we do in stalin <laughs> in stalin's russia um uh, okay, yeah. so 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 Putin is apparently in a bad way, according to spies. Uh, but you know the 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 war continues, nevertheless. How how is how's the Q temperature on our our Russian our Russian friends? How's the denazification of Ukraine going? Uh, well, the Russians have been uh, capturing some territory in in uh, eastern Ukraine, and QAnon is over the moon about this. I've seen a lot of articles that they they're like they like post things about like because uh, the west the Western media will basically call it like as it is in the in the in, in these events, and it's like Russia captures a city or they capture a rail yard, and you'll see all these posts from QAnon were like, yeah, the, the media was lying for those first like two months when they were talking about Ukraine, kicking all kinds of ass and beating up old Vladdy daddy. But, but now the cold hard truth of Russia's dominant inevitable victory is starting to seep in and they got to accept it. They got to know that uh, their boy Zelensky's going down for the deep state fraud that he is. And uh, we're going to, we're going to win. And it, it's like really like just so bizarre and hilarious that they're just like all in on a Russian victory in this war, which is just really like sick. I mean, it's just a, a larger nation bullying a smaller nation. And that's like a bad thing. And the other thing is, is that like, this is Russia's on like plan, like G at this point, pretty much. Cause like plan a was like just blitzkrieg decapitation strike, take Kiev, topple the U Ukrainian government. Yeah, they're fighting it's street by street, block by block, which we don't really do anymore. No. It, yeah. It's, it's incredibly, it's incredibly bloody and, in, and a great way to grind your army into dust. And Again, like all of the stuff that was happening in Western Ukraine where Kiev is, like that's basically a dead front. Russia gave up on it now. They're mostly just like we're working on trying to like take the Donbass section and like like pushing through the east and trying to like obtain territory there. So like Russia's goals in this war have like diminished drastically to like now just trying to find some places where they can get some victories, where they can actually win a few fights. And QAnon's reaction is just, nope, again, those first two months where the Russians were getting repulsed from everywhere, that was just the Western propaganda machine lying to us. And now 
now that the Russia's having uh, tepid success in the East, that's the truth. That's the reality. Like Ukraine, well, I'm going to wake up tomorrow probably, and Ukraine's going to fall. Zelensky's just going to beg Putin for peace, and merciful Vlad will grant him an an, an honorable surrender because that's what our beloved, esteemed supreme leader of the white race, uh, Vladimir Putin, will do because he's a better man than us. He's the greatest of us. I mean, it's just... This is so... It's so funny how like they went right from their orange daddy to Vladimir Putin being like the actual leader of their movement. It's uh, when Elon isn't shit posting on Twitter. Like that's our three heroes: is Elon, Putin, and Trump, and that's it. It's like so they just want to. In their heart of hearts, they have to know that Trump has no real power right now, aside from like the influence over their currently powerless group. Oh yeah, exactly. They they have to make up this like bizarre storyline that like Trump is still the president, even though they want to complain about inflation and gas prices and Biden being terrible. It's like Schrodinger's presidency, where if it's bad, it's Biden. If it's good, it's Trump. And that's just how this operates. And yeah, and they, they just, uh, I mean, they're, they don't want, it's going to be so funny for QAnon when Trump openly declares he's running for the presidency in 2024 because their entire narrative is that he's secretly still the president and that he doesn't have to do that. And they're just gonna, they're just gonna pivot on a dime when that happens. They're like, oh, well, I guess we're going to get three terms out of Donald, his first term, his secret second term, and then his public third term score, baby. 12 hashtag 12 years of Trump. I mean, just that's their that 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 I mean, they're they're going to do the mental gymnastics. It's already there for them. They're never going to change. But well, and even, really even if that doesn't work out, they could always just try another coup because you, you better <laughs> believe we're, we're still talking about January 6th because it turns out that when you try to do a coup, uh, it's a pretty big deal. And apparently there's some sort of receipts that are emerging as as uh, people start entangling the the situation that led up to January six, receipts are starting to be uh, unfurled like CVS style. Here's your math. Yes, exactly. <laughs> CVS receipts. Yeah, Mike exactly. Rage, talk to us about the CVS situation around yes. surrounding January six, or as I have it written down in the headline, how to get away with coup. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, a man whose name is probably not Kenneth Cheesebro, but that's what I'm going to call him because uh, he doesn't deserve to have his name said properly. Um, he uh, created a memo uh, and he said that he sent to Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, getting a shout out. And uh, he sketched, quote unquote, sketching out a plan for then Vice President Mike Pence to halt the certification of Joe Biden's victory. He dubbed it the President of the Senate Strategy. And the reason why this is so interesting was that basically um, in order to, uh, quote unquote, keep Pence's hands clean and to prevent the uh, seeming um, the fact that there'd be a conflict of interest here, that what was actually going to happen was uh, Pence was not going to be the president of the Senate for the certification of electoral vote and that he was going to give that uh, status over to the ranking member of the Republican Party, Senator Chuck Grassley, and that Grassley was going to be in charge of this. And then that Grassley would um, declare that he wasn't going to accept the uh, electors from the disputed states 
and that they were going to basically try to throw this thing to the Supreme Court. And in this memo, they even stated that, like, uh, this was probably going to be kind of weird because we don't know exactly how the Supreme Court's going to rule on this. And uh, it even states that, like, the resolution could have been unpredictable and Mike Pence could have ended up as president in, in some sort of outcome here. So, yeah. So this was a desperate Hail Mary, but what really makes this interesting was that um, on January 5th, uh, Grassley did make a uh, – Grassley or his uh, staff did make a public announcement that they thought that they were going to be uh, – that he was going to be the chair for the electoral uh, college certification, which um, that seems very interesting that like he, that this is a matter of record that he thought that was going to happen. And it's like, why would Grassley have thought this if there wasn't something afoot? Because literally this is an event that the vice president is always the chair of the vice president always handles the certification of the electoral college. So the fact that Grassley was like, Hey, by the way, uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be chairing that thing tomorrow. That's going to be pretty interesting. Isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be me. Mr. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it's really weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, We'll see again. I mean, uh, we're going to get the live hearings of the one six committee sometime this month and we'll see exactly where this all goes. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, God, I love doing like a memo on official letterhead that it's essentially just like, like regarding how to undermine democracy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. For who exactly. am I concerned? I don't like that the guy I want to be president lost the election. So here are some exciting, like, it's like a BuzzFeed article. Top, top 10 exciting ways to steal election for Donald Trump. <laughs> N- number four will shock you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so great. Yeah. So, yeah. So... It's just, between this and the Eastman memo and all of this stuff. It's and and the fake electors that like literally submitted, "Hey, dear Congress, we are the electors for Donald Trump who wish to present that we'll be voting for Trump on January sixth. And it's like, no, you're not the electors from that state. You didn't win that state. We already have the real electors. They're the Joe Biden electors. It's just like all of it. It's just like, oh my god." Why do we still have this stupid fucking system? Like, 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 I don't think anyone understands or very few people understand that, like, when you quote unquote vote for president, you're not voting for president. You're voting for someone who's going to go to the Hedral College and yeah. cast a vote for president. It's so dumb. And it's just like, you know, we only did that a million years ago because the founding fathers were afraid of democracy and all this shit. But we've streamlined it. We fixed all this stuff. So, like. Just I don't know. Get rid of the fucking electoral college. God damn it. <laughs> we all hate it. Everyone. Yeah. We all agreed. We hate it. Yeah, we we, we took a vote and it was uh, the majority voted and said, no, uh, we would like to just be like every other country in the world of it where if where the president gets directly elected by a popular vote. Like, that's just how this is supposed to work. Like, if you have a system where the president, whoever gets the most votes becomes president, that's a good system. And that's what we want here if in America. If you have a system. Where the president gets voted by popular vote, 
you might be a democracy. That's not us. We're a fucking federalist republic, and it sucks. Was that and, your Jeff Foxworthy? It was. Um, it was. It was. An was incredible it? Week, it was. Yeah, I don't. I don't try very hard. Uh, that's that's basically my. <laughs> I have a look on Mike Reed's face. Oh, listener, if only you could have seen his face. <laughs> That's some great content. Just commenting on how something looks over the airwaves. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't like, believe how great it looks. Oh, my God. It's incredible. An audio medium. Oh, my God. All right. The news sucks. Do we want to go to our questions? That sounds like a plan. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. All right, listeners. Uh, yeah, better fucking yeah. bring it. Bring the heat. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, you are handed a lot of money to consult on Q, the video game, after L convinces you to sell out. What would the game be? A shooter, RPG? What has to go in it? It has to be a, like a GTA clone, right? No way, man. So, I, wanted oh. to, I wanted to be like an XCOM. Oh, okay. Like I want, fighting I want, your I want, way I want, to the servers? Well, so I want it to be like because I wanted to have the the base building like plate spinning element where like you like you know doing like counterintelligence information campaigns to combat disinfo and you have to allot resources to pilling people like like getting your rank up and doing your base building stuff and then periodically the storyline determines a reason for you to be boots on the ground battling some guys like you're fighting to get to the German server to get the Huma laptop. Uh, or you're, you know, you're like going to, you're, you're finally going to really kill Bin Laden because before it was a lie that he's super, he's been super alive this whole time. Uh, huh. And you can have a di- diverse cast of characters for your hit squad because they could be either, uh, Russian or Chinese or American. End of list. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I... I, I go the route of a GTA clone because the open world wandering around and like actually hunting down and finding the shit that uh, Q says is out there. Uh, but like you, you have to go out and find it. Uh, I think that, God help me, sounds fun in the world where we're indulging this. <laughs> Uh, I'm. I would. I think. I, I open world would be okay, but I. I kind of view it also in a way that like I like the idea of a role playing game. I like the idea of uh, building up and it kind of being basically Call of Cthulhu, where it's like a Lovecraftian horror, where like basically the stronger you get, the more bleaker the world is. And XCOM sounds like a good idea. Also, um, I just. I just think there's a lot of. Um, ways to play in that sandbox because a game about the hidden truth is like a really easy thing to it's a really easy thing to make the only problem is is that you're now pandering to the absolute worst people in humanity um it's free so, money what it seems like oh absolutely. you, know, we, we, you could split the difference and just have it be more like the the shadow run games with a with a base building element or like a like yeah. a plate spinning element because the shadow run games were sort of like xcom style gameplay but with like heavy rpg elements and like elaborate quest lines and dialogue trees and stuff they had to go down i'm i'm sold i'm sold on this so any uh rich QAnon idiot who wants to make this game we're here to be your dev team we're here to do we're here to work on it we're we'll we'll, we'll develop it they make it sort we'll of like shadow run or whatever yes that's our pitch <laughs> oh it absolutely is we're here for you 
We we are and uh, by the way, uh, Truth Social Media. If you ever need anyone to actually write fucking Q posts, oh my god, the Q on their site is so dumb. He's like literally like, hey everybody, try the veal, waka waka. I, I'm Q. It's hilarious. I'm so good. It's like Jesus. I mean, it, uh, I think yeah. We we mentioned Game of Thrones earlier. It's like this is the final season of Game of Thrones. Shit from the guy pretending to be Q on their site. It's so hilariously stupid. Wow, if if it's cratering that bad, I think it's pretty bold that you you think you could step in there and write that ship. Oh, like, I, oh can, can you I, imagine? Like, if hypothetically there was another season of Game of Thrones, can you imagine how incredible it would have to be to redeem? Like, when it come before it, like, Whoa. I mean, it's just like, hey, for the 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 next season of Game of Thrones, it's just another season of The Wire, and we're bringing everybody back and. Yes. <laughs> Did it? I mean, they basically made more wire. It's called "We Run the City" or whatever. I mean, I saw, oh, yeah. I saw that that exists, but I, I like, I don't know. I'm not sure how much of the of the gang got back together for like the behind the scenes stuff on it. I yeah, it I, I don't know either. My brother had to go into uh, isolation for a little bit because he caught the Rona, and uh, he started what he told me he was watching the new Wire, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And he goes, "We run this city. It's made by the same people and set in Baltimore." So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yep. All right. Uh, thanks so, for the question. Enough talk about the yes. Wire. Yes. Um, Amanda Scatlin asks, uh, "Which Beastie Boys song is the best, Sabotage or Intergalactic?" Ooh. Uh, I feel like their beats are roughly equivalent in their very goodness. Both of those are incredible beats. Uh, I would give the nod to Intergalactic over Sabotage because I think the lyrical quality is higher. I think there's like more actually being said and it's less like, you know, the older PC Boys songs are the words just like, like they're, they're corny. I, I, with, with your constant ribbing and then I listen to, um, no dogs in space uh the podcast about bands they had like a three or four part series on the history of the bc boys and i went and listened to like the best of and they got significantly better as they got older and just literally matured because when they started they were like fucking teenagers so yeah it was yeah (laughs) it was literally just like yo look over there it's a cat that cat is wearing a hat. It's just like, it's like the Lonely Island, right? But that's actually how their lyric structure was. It was just like very hard on very simplistic and rhyming syllables. And if I'm, it being as corny as possible, just talking about like, you know, just sort of rapping about stuff that's in your vicinity. It's really dumb. <laughs> if I'm choosing between those two, I like Intergalactic better. So I have to say that's the better song. Um, yeah. when, when it comes down to saying what's better than something, usually I go with, and this is going to be, uh, most of the time I go with, what do I like more? And, uh, yeah, I'll go with intergalactic, but, and I am shockingly going to make it three for three because I, I don't know why, but I'm always tickled by the line. I like my sugar with coffee and cream in intergalactic. I think that was a very funny thing. I, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. So yeah, I just think I understand that the sabotage is very hooky and um, like, I think that probably would be considered like the more mainstream of the two songs, but I just think intergalactic, like as they, as both Sergeant L have said, I just think that like, the actual lyrics are better, and I'm a lyrics person. Uh, sabotage is just mostly like yelling, and it's just like that's fine. The song, like the music, is good, but just screaming is not nearly as good as actually having pithy things to say in your rappery. 
three Good for question. three. Hmm. Drop. See, there we go. There's a reference <laughs> Damn <for you>. right. <laughs> so uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Me Bad asks, uh, we all had a chuckle after Candace Owens seems to, uh, Owens seems to have incontinence after eating all that ivermectin. What do you think is the next, what will be the next miracle cure for the next COVID wave in the fall? And uh, he, didn't, oh, he then posted. Did we, did we then, miss some, some poop related gut busters from Candace Owens? Uh, yeah, she had a thing about like the fact that she was having problems, uh, like not peeing herself. And people were like, well, that's because you were eating a lot of horse paste and that probably could do that to you. So um, maybe don't. Uh, take unlicensed medications and you'll be better off for it. And uh, this then led to him posting the photo of the guy who's like literally turned his skin purple by eating too much colloidal silver. Cause that was a thing that he thought was going to cure him of all kinds of problems. Uh, as for what's going to be the next miracle cure. I mean, it's, it's like so hard to guess what these grifters are going to, uh, what rock they're going to look under next. Sarge doesn't have to guess. He found the answer the other day and he shared it with us in the group chat for the boys. Oh yeah. What did I send? You said it was that it was that 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 house full of good information that declared that. Oh Mabel's no, that, that was our other friend shared that. Oh, was that our other friend? I believe. Yeah. Well, well, in that case, you and I received the good news at the same time. It turns out it's maple syrup. Yeah, maple syrup, and don't use your AC because it doesn't pull outside air. Just traps all your air in with you. There's so much. This the picture of this house is making the rounds on the internet. Well, and, uh, stop telling people about the good news. We need to keep it secret for us. Oh, so that, we, that yeah, way we can live for a hundred years. But I will shit. say that at a surface level, lung cancer can't be cured by maple syrup. So if you happen to have some lung cancer, uh, we are not doctors in, in the same way that we are not journalists or lawyers. But uh, I've I've heard the good news from an anonymous house somewhere in the middle of the country that's telling uh, well, you that maple syrup is the key. I've got it. So... I know the cure for muffin top, body odor, and skin cancer. I want control of the White House for trade. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure. I'm sure that if you look that up, you'll you'll find what photo we're talking about. But uh, yeah, I believe I believe that we should be uh, embracing Team Maple Syrup uh, for the next mystery cure. Uh, at the very least, eating a lot of it will probably not directly destroy your anus. And colon and bladder. I mean, it may have some ill effects if you put on a lot of weight. So everything in moderation, including the new mystery cure, maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, you tell. Oh God, there's so much going on in this picture. I'm like, but yes, maple syrup is listed as a cure for something among so many other things going on. If you find that picture, Here you go. have fun. Oh, Do your own research. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Do Your Own Research podcast. Um, the Nerdy Horror Fan asks, uh, if the Dems are the Rebellion from Star Wars and the Republicans are the Empire, who in each party would play what character? You may include Cantina Monsters and other characters if you wish, Yuck. finding the characters most fitting to their looks or personality. <laughs> um, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> it sounds so awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, you don't have to play the game. It's fine. You 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 can you can bail out. It's we're good. We're good here. I mean, uh, Madison Cawthorn is Anakin Skywalker because I'm sure he would uh, kill a room of children and then uh, you know tell everyone about it. 
He seems like and, he's the he seems like he the sort of dude who would uh potentially use the force because this is a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Uh use the force to to choke his wife almost to death. Uh his pregnant wife almost to death and then just be like, "Why are you dying? I'm so angry at the world <laughs> for killing you." <laughs> exactly. Trump's too yeah. dumb to be Palpatine. Oh he's God! Too bu- he's too stupid and powerless to be Palpatine. He's too powerless and ineffectual to be Darth Vader. I feel like, yeah. and not and not just because of his body shape, but I feel like Jabba the Hutt suits him. Like he had a small amount yeah. of pull, and then with the going got tough. A literal criminal, a literal open criminal, and no yeah. one cares about it. And then yeah. Rudy, Rudy Giuliani could be uh, what's his what's his face there? Salacious Crumb. Salacious Crumb. Yeah, because he again a thing that was just like teamed up with Trump all over the place. You couldn't get away from him. Never said anything like like melting face and all that. And then as soon as Trump went away, so too did our crummy friend. <laughs> who's who's the guy who lets Luke in? Bib Fortuna? Who's Bib Fortuna? Uh, I don't know, man. I can barely remember who Bib Fortuna is in Star Wars. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not a Star Wars nut. Um, you, you lie. I'm sure there's a bunch of there's a bunch of token characters in Star Wars. I will let you play that game yourself because I don't want to come across as racist. But <laughs> to, 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 tokenism exists in both of these parties, so you you do your own research about that. At home. Yeah. I, I I was gonna say that like Trump could be like Jar Jar Binks, like the dumb idiot who accidentally creates the Empire, and like the and the Palpatine would actually be like Steve Bannon or one of the other people like pulling the strings from behind the scenes. Yeah, but Jar Jar was like a good guy at heart. He was just a buffoon. Like Trump, is, Trump true, is certainly yeah. a buffoon, but he is not good yeah. at heart. He is he is greedy no. and miserly. He's more like Watto yes. than Jar Jar Biggs. <laughs> Watto. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Good. I can accept that. I, I yeah, man. Good job, Star Wars. Like eight different races think that character is a, r- a racist representation of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, well, the, the, like, but between Watto and Jar Jar and, and the 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 people from the Trade Federation, they've got all their bases covered in those movies. <laughs> they are yes. racist across the board. Like, let's just be real; it's quite bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, it, you know, I, it, the problem is a lot of Star Wars characters are cool, and ascribing any of their characteristics to people that suck. Because you know, like I, none of the no Democrat is heroic enough to actually be part of the actual rebellion. You yeah, know what I mean? what? Democrats no, they, do not have a hot solo. They're not <laughs> like, standing. They're not standing up to anyone right now. Like, what are you? They're just like, me? W- w- like, like. I guess the closest you would get it would be like a like a Queen Amidala because all she did was stand in rooms and like talk about people. Except for that one time she got kidnapped and put into that Coliseum arena fight where she had to blast some stuff. Yeah, but for the most part, it's just like standing around, like you know, ineffectually speaking, in front of the Senate, <laughs> just being like, "Yo, we all need to come to a decision that doesn't fuck the country." And either nothing happens, or somehow the decision fucks the, the empire. It's just like <laughs> all, all, now everyone will be punished by our bad decision making. We, yeah, we should we should make this clearly evil Sith our our ruler. We should give him all the power. Yeah, yeah. Oh America. my god. So uh, thank you for the question. And um, Sub-Zero T-Shirt Art asks, uh, after all the recounts, audits, reinstatements, mules, and now Durham imploding, 
have Q got anything left to hang their hats on, like at all? This thing is looking so bleak now. Um, well, they're still they still have another Durham trial. Durham has a trial in October, and this one's going to be in Virginia, not that corrupt DC swamp. So they're totally going to get their man this time. Uh, spoiler sounds, alert! Will sounds right. Will not. Yeah, we'll not get their man. We'll probably be another acquittal, and Durham will then probably just vanish into the sunset. Uh, this is the thing, is that QAnon is all about just constantly jumping from one failure to the next possible success, and on and on. Like, all they want to do is just keep uh, stringing things along. Uh, like, the, like, supposedly sometime now that we're in June, the Supreme Court is going to probably give its opinion on Roe v. Wade striking down abortion. They're going to pass another uh, opinion that's going to be like, gun laws, fuck gun laws, guns for everybody always. And QAnon will be very happy about those wins. And then they're going to be just like, they're gonna, and they're going to push towards the midterms where they expect to get some wins there. It, they're they're very malleable. They're very capable of eating like seven defeats in a row so they can get one victory. And then be like, look, we had a victory. The plan. We're going to do it. Hashtag God wins. They're they're very resistant to reality, just constantly reaffirming the fact that they're wrong and they're losing. They're very good at ignoring that. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> and uh lastly, hilariously, uh Big Bald Bastard says, Why did the memes fail? They put laser eyes on Durham's photo. Laser eyes. I mean <laughs> Yeah, how, how I don't know how it could have lost. I thought that was legally binding that if you had laser eyes, you'd win all your cases. I think they even gave Sidney Powell the laser eyes. I mean, that was oh god, they loved her back Why don't, in the we, we, don't, days. we just use our liberal powers to hijack the laser eye memes and just put laser eyes on on stuff to make it look funny and stupid and rob it of its power, whatever power it may or may not have in their community. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking i'm talking mr peanut with laser eyes i'm talking the michelin man with some peanut eyes <laughs> some peanut eyes yes <laughs> peanut laser peanut, eyes. peanut the, laser the, eyes for everybody yeah yes where's that <laughs> <laughs> now, now i'm just talking about swapping eyes with stuff yeah give the michelin man <laughs> mr peanut's eyes put durham's laser eyes on uh the baby in the sun from the teletubbies <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, so uh, that brings, yep that brings us to our question to end every show is uh what are you guys looking forward to uh i am looking forward to uh they well it's been announced for a while uh teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge it's a beat-em-up style uh co-op game four people can play as the turtles it's a modern game so uh made a little bit better than the old quarter eaters and for the first time ever uh april o'neill and splinter are playable characters in not a fighting game so i guess maybe not literally the first time ever but the first time in a game like this um i think april was maybe a fighter in turtle fighters I'll, i'll have to check but uh i'm excited to play this with three other people and be turtles and also uh, a little excitement. I was getting kind of bored with uh, Warhammer 40k Damon Hunter, uh, and they put out a patch today, a big patch, and it addressed uh, several of the problems I had. So, hooray! Looking forward to playing that again. I was taking a break. I feel like the last truly great like couch co op beat 'em up game was Castle Crashers. 
I think a lot of other ones came close. Uh, I really like Dragon's Crown, and I know a lot mm-hmm. of people really have love for for Scott Pilgrim, even though I don't really like it all that much. Um, and then there was what was the one that you were playing on the Switch with the the two the two feisty lasses? Um, oh, River City Girls. Yeah, River City Girls also also good, but like none of them seemed like it hit the the, the exact right sweet spot since Castle Crashers. I, I'd really love for another one that just like presses all the buttons correctly. I, my uh, anyway, I, choice was the Simpsons. I love that. So yeah. Oh yeah, I'd be back in the day. Ooh, the best, my favorite quarter eater was of course the X Men arcade cabinet. I already expressed oh, yeah. how yep. how my, my favorite jet was for the X Men. How could how could my favorite arcade machine not also be the X Men? <laughs> X Men. Yeah, Colossus noise yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am excited to continue to test negative for COVID nineteen. I had I had a close contact recently, but so far everything is coming up. Millhouse. I don't really have any plans to celebrate with uh, following being cleared of my board of health by testing several times after contact. But it will be nice to know that I have inside of me blood of kings. And then I continue <laughs> two and a half years into it. I am invincible, like Boris from oh, Goldeneye. Don't you don't talk about a no hitter. Uh, I'm talking <laughs> about it. I'm invincible. <laughs> hey, when it comes out, we can we can play Turtles together online. No deal. Ah, <clears throat> yeah. hard yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've always hated the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, not sure. Anyway, Mike, yeah. what what are you interested in? Uh, the, the, <laughs> excited for what are you interested in? What do you actually oh. like? Oh, do you, do you do you have any fucking life, you piece of shit? Yeah, that's me. Um, well, uh, sports ball continues. Uh, the Boston Celtics are in the NBA Finals, which uh, is great. Uh, so that will be uh, tomorrow night is Game One against the evil monsters known as the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Boo, boo those people. Boo History's them. greatest yeah. monsters, the Golden State Warriors. Absolutely. All of these things are true. Uh, the other thing I'm looking forward to is uh, Curse of the Dead Gods. Uh, one of my friends has been begging me to play this, and I downloaded it uh, last night, so I'm going to start playing it tomorrow, uh, today. Uh, it's apparently like a mix of Slay the Spire and Hades, which um, that – Yeah, I'm it's sold. a roguelike. I've seen it. it. It's supposed to be good. Yep, so I'm in. I mean, you tell me that I'm going to get to play Slay the Spire plus Hades. That's uh, that's something that I will sign off on 10 out of 10 times. So, yeah, uh, video games and sports ball, uh, the rich life of a decadent, failed, middle-aged white man in America. Nailed it. Jump shot. So, yes. So yeah, tr- truly, we are all cruising on easy mode, and we are going to continue to surf that wave right out of Hellworld for the week. So thank you so much for listening. If you would like to support the show, the freest way to do so is to tell a friend, or if you'd be so kind, give us a five-star review wherever podcasts are provided for you. If you would like to give us some of your hard-earned cash, we would be happy to receive it. You could give it to us via our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. Anyone who is signed up for our $5 or more month donation tier gets access to 40-plus bonus hours of content. Uh, including series such as Kabbalin, What We Do Out of Shadows, and the currently ongoing Mule's Errand. No beautiful babies to shout out this week. This space could be yours if you were to sign up for the Patreon. You could be getting shouted out as we speak right now. I could be saying your name over the airwaves. Isn't that right, Matt M? See? Yeah, that yours is free. Matt, you can take that one to the bank. 
if you'd like to give your money to a charity or another uh, institution that might do some good with it outside of just talking into a can like us jerks, you can do so by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. I'd like to thank DJ Minimal Effort for continued use of our opening track, uh, which I believe has no name, and he has no social media, so the shout-out is all he gets. Into the void with it, I say, but it still makes me feel better doing it. Uh, you know who is on social media, though, is our buddy Frosty, who you can find on Twitter at FrostyVO. He's a voiceover artist who provides our content warning, our uh, bumps, and the voice of Q whenever we need it. Uh, also, at some point, our podcast, our spinoff podcast between Sarge and I will return. Uh, you can find out when that is by following us on Twitter at BingeWordy. That's B-I-N-G-E-W-R-D-Y. It will probably be reappearing at some point in the future. And I would imagine with a format change, uh, more on that to come. So for another successful episode of the Adventures at Hell World podcast, I have been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined by another host, the less mysterious Sarge. And then possibly the most mysterious of all, our expert at all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.